Welcome back to another episode of the Tuck Cast. I'm joined by my uh, fellow colleagues, old Shandogs over here, Big Diesel, Dale, Blackjack. Hey, What's yo. up, man? How's y'all's weeks been? Good? Bad? Great? Great. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that's good. Always. Excellent. Good. I got that fresh razor on the noggin. It's extra slick this week. It's good. <laughs> Dale's got the shades on for... I don't know. It's bright outside with that all that snow, man. I wear my sunglasses at night. Hey, Shannon, you got Shannon a haircut today, dude. You got a, got a haircut today. Got the teeth cleaned today. Jim said your hair looked like it was getting long. The question is, did you put on some fresh underwear? Every day. Every day. Because <laughs> you never know when you're going to be in an accident. So if they Ooh. have to come and get you the ambulance, you want to make sure you're crisp and clean. That's good stuff, man. I mean, good stuff. You know, you know when you're I'm in saying? a pinch. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt, for sure. So uh, I think on today's podcast, we're going to try to do – we're going to expand a little bit more on the NC regulations for uh, trout fishing because we, we touched on it on that last one, and or I guess it would be a couple of ones ago, and people were a little bit more inquisitive about it. So we're going to do our best to expand on it. We're no, I wouldn't call ourselves experts on it, but we deal with it enough that we know too much about it probably. So hopefully we can shed a little bit more light on it for everybody. And we also all have the regulations digest here. If you don't have one, we have plenty of them at the shop. So feel free to swing in and grab one. And um, this will help you out tremendously. We, we can fun. spend an entire podcast on this and still not equal the amount of time we spend answering questions on telephones about yeah. can I fish in March. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll dive into it. We'll probably do a fishing report. Dale had a couple days on the water this week, so yeah. y'all want to do that first, or y'all want to do this and then do the fishing report? What y'all think? Man, I tell you, Dale. I mean, that thing was epic the other day, man. So I'm still just pumped about it. Let's go ahead and talk. He's about pumped, it. pumped. All up. right, all right. Well, give us give us the lowdown. Yeah, so we had about an inch of rain, I think, at the the Messer Manor there in Dillsboro, Silva, wherever it is you live. The Messer Manor. That's funny. Messer Manor Weather Station. Not to be confused with the Wayne Manor, by the way. <laughs> So, uh, so we, we had that the, uh, evening before this trip and, you know, I called the folks. I said, Hey, you know, let's look at maybe starting around noon if we're, if we're going to be able to go and, you know, drove around, looked at the river and it was kind of a 50, 50, but I felt like the color of the water was more of a volume on the Tucka CG than it was turbidity and mud. So, you know, we gave it a shot, just a little half day float. And, uh, man, that, that decision, that decision turned out great. So uh got in the got in the boat set sail in the in the webster section and just under the 107 bridge started throwing streamers and uh swinging uh stoneflies and uh fish were fish were really active so uh several hookups on the streamer and uh lots of uh black stoneflies hatching and um and the black and gray caddis so just a really active afternoon that the the bugs were crawling up the oars crawling on us it, it was it was really the, the the client was like man this is just like fishing out west right now i mean it was that thick it looked like it was snowing but it was caddis he said man i've never seen bugs like this on this river I'm like yeah because you're never here in february <laughs> you know <laughs> this guy always comes in may and that's okay but uh but you know some of these shoulder season months for tourism there's some incredible hatches out here and nobody's here to see it we talk about it in fishing reports but nobody's here to see it so uh, 16-year-old Jake doubled up, and uh, that was probably the highlight of the trip. He he doubled up with a, a nice 16-inch rainbow, and 
another 12-inch rainbow, and then the rest was all browns. Didn't catch any brookies. That surprised me. Not yeah. one. Huh? Not a weird. single one. So wow. I wonder uh, how many of those have either been pushed out of the late harvest or swam upstream, maybe up towards the Cullowee Dam. But uh, now all the creeks look great. Um, they do. Deep Creek yesterday looked incredible. Uh, Sunday we had some folks talking about how many browns they saw rising on Deep Creek to uh, those blue quills. And uh, look like uh, look like Dave, Dr. Dave, shout out, uh, had a really good afternoon up there Sunday. So, yeah, it's, it's a really good time to be fishing. And, you know, we get these fronts come through bringing some snow, but, I mean, it's going to warm right back up and we'll get back in it. Yeah, that's it's a, it's a good point there, Dale. I, uh, you know, we talk about the bugs on the tuck. Uh, a lot of people miss, to me, in my opinion, on the Tuckasegee in May, that you need to be out there in the evening time because you can have some epic top water activity that will somewhat mimic some of that western style fishing. Yeah, most folks are off the water. It's a half day trip yeah, or like full day trip. Hours. It's like, man, they want to be you know at the at the brewery eating a burger and drinking a beer. And I'm like, dude, let's, let's, too. let's start fishing yeah. like at five and fish till dark, and it can be you know phenomenal. Uh, you also mentioned the other smaller streams. Uh, you know, we've been seeing a lot of our friends that come into a shop on a daily basis, some of their photos. There's places to go fish. There, there's You can get into places and fish, so don't let as wet as February's been, for Pete's sakes, you could fish today. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it, so yeah. just come. you, you got to get out here and fish. I had a guy come in the shop this morning and showed me a picture of about a three-pound smallmouth he caught on the hey, DH yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Water, yeah. water temp was 52 degrees. Well, there you go. Yeah. A little warm water. Good fishing, man. So that's the moral of the story. Come fish. There you go. It's good. Any time of the year. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It, it beats working. I, I don't know. Most times. What else y'all doing, people? Working? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's get into this, the, the craziness of the North Carolina wildlife regulations for trout. Man, I saw a, uh, a very prominent – publication uh for for north carolina sporting you know outdoor sporting shooting hunting magazine i don't really want to name it but um mountain hatchery trout supported waters closed the month of march yeah no other description no other description i mean it had like had maybe like 40 words talking about the hatchery supported program which I, i'm not sure how many miles hatchery supported designation actually is but I mean, it's quite it is, a bit. It, yeah, it is. But, it, I mean, it's it's one of six regulations we have. Yeah. So, very six misleading article. Like I commented on the post. So, let's talk about that one. So, hatchery-supported trout waters, which is – we've got a couple of the, the tags that you'll see on the trees here. And um, so, it's the green, green and white diamond. Everything's got a little white. There are a couple of yellow ones. But the green and white diamond. Um, so, from August 1st to February 29th, and 7 a.m. April 4th. So basically what that's saying is that's when they're going to st- they're going to be stocking some of those waters. Um that's the reason it's got those dates. The 7 a.m. April 4th to July 31st, that's the other times that they'll stock it. So if you notice if you guys look at one of these, it says March 1st to April 3rd 2020 the water is closed. So that the water does not open up until 7 a.m. on April 1st for hatchery supported. Does that make sense to everybody? Everybody following that? Yeah, it's yeah. actually the first Saturday. The first so, Saturday in April. Which is April 3rd or April 4th. Yeah, there you go. In the book. But from March 1st to April 3rd, it's closed. 
Right. Until right. 7 a.m. on yep. April 4th. So it's always the first Saturday in April. In that, there's no fishing allowed at all. So it doesn't matter what type of rod, what type of hook, it doesn't matter. You're not allowed Catch to fish. Catch and release. Yeah, none Maybe of that. If I'm not if I'm not harvesting fish, can I fish, Bobby? Uh, if I'm no. just catching release, not 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 in those date okay. range. What if I'm fishing for bass? No, nope. Okay. All hatchery support trout waters not listed below. No closed season. So basically, <laughs> the uh, that that's that's, that's where it's, it. <laughs> no, that's where it's confusing. Is because now you see in the same little paragraph there that there's no closed season. So that's where everybody gets confused because they're like, is it closed? Is it not? What do I do? But the problem is, is below that, there's two bullet, bullet points that tell you what the no-closed season is. So it's the Linville River, River and tributaries within the Linville Gorge. Those are not closed in the month of March. And the power reservoirs and municipal water supply reservoirs. So, reservoirs, I think is how I said that. So basically, some of our reservoirs get fish in the hatchery-supported program. Those are still okay to fish. Bear Lake, I think Glenville gets some, right? Yeah. C- the Cedar, Cedar Cliff. Cliff. Yeah. yeah. So all those kind of upper headwaters of the tuck that get stocked trout, those you can still fish in the month of March. It's just basically the rivers around here. So that's where it can be very confusing if you don't kind of like lay out the whole thing and read the bullet points and all that. Um, when you can fish it, there is no size limit, but you can only keep seven fish per day. And there is no lure or bait restriction. So you can use a treble hook, a quad hook. Uh, you can stink use, bait. Yeah. Crickets, worms, stink bait, whatever, little bait stick, fish. Stick bait. There's no, there's nothing that says you can't do anything different. So that is hatchery supported, the green and white diamond. That makes sense? You guys know this. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, I'll let somebody else do the next it's one. It's mostly creeks, too. It's sections of the Tuckasegee. Um, and then the smaller creeks. You know, Scott's Creek, uh, what we got in Nantahala, the lower section of the Nantahala. So, the you know, where the whitewater rafting happens, that's all hatchery supported. So You got the very end of Deep Creek. Right? Yeah, outside the park. Yeah. Outside the park's about two miles. You got Alarca. You Conley's said Creek. Conley's Creek is hatchery supported. Savannah. Savannah, Savannah Creek. Green's Creek. So, a there's lo- a number a of Wilson, here. A lot of Wilson's Creek is hatchery yeah. supported. But all, all you got to do is you go to ncwildlife.org. Uh, online go to the fishing tab and there you can select where to fish if you'll go they'll have pictures of all the signage that we have here with us today if you will select the hatchery supported sign it will give you a list of all the 26 mountain counties of where obviously it's going to be closed so if there's any doubt uh, you can use that uh, information uh, to your benefit i think the misleading thing about this in my opinion, I can't give you the exact data. Hatchery supported waters makes up only a very small percentage of the waters that we have to fish that's managed by the state of North Carolina. Well, that's Carolina. what I was wondering earlier. Like, what what is that total number of mileage? Yeah, they might have it in here somewhere. We could probably look through it, maybe maybe find it. But good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next big one, I'll let Shannon go through delayed harvest for you, so you guys can understand that one a little bit. Um, so go for it, man. Read through that one. And then we'll do some of the other ones that aren't as prevalently fished, I guess. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Delayed harvest. Uh, obviously for us, one of the most popular fisheries that we have when we see people walk in these doors at both of our beautiful locations in Bryson City and Silver, North Carolina. Uh, but the white, the white diamond with the black striping, uh, basically from October 1 to the following first Saturday in June, 
It's only a single hook, artificial lures, and no trout may be possessed. Now, the state— That's key. I don't want to interrupt you, but that's key. key. It's possessed. Correct. So you can't go from one fishery, like a hatchery supported, to another with fish in a cooler. They will write you a ticket. That is correct because, so for instance, if we look here in Bryson City, if you're above the Highway 19 bridge and you're fishing and you possess fish within the regulations of hatchery supported, but then you make your way north of the bridge and and come into the delayed harvest boundary by possessing those fish, you're now in violation and subject to a fine for that. So that's a very good point you bring up, Bobby. Uh, the other thing is you don't want to stand at Deep Creek and cast out into the tuck and, and catch fish either. We, we know people do that there. But, swinging uh, flies. They're man, swinging, they're man. Swinging, but that, swinging trebles. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's that's catching and possessing right there, whether <laughs> legal or not, boys. But uh, so let's get back to this delayed harvest thing here. So artificial lures by the state of North Carolina's definition is a lure that does not uh, – uh, so let me, I'm going to do this here. I want to do it word for word. A lure that does not attract fish by the sense of taste or smell. Okay. That's key by the sense of taste or smell. And when they say single hook, that means you're not going out there with treble hooks. So if you have a spinner, <coughs> you certainly can use those. Uh, it's got to be a single hook. Uh, you can cut, cut the trebles. You can make it a single hook. Um, just keep that in mind for sure. Catch as many fish as you want. Just release them safely. Let them swim away for another day. Now, this is for eight months out of the year. Eight months, there is a catch and release fishery on two sections of the Tuckasegee River and a section of the Upper Nantahala and Fires Creek and West Fork of the Pigeon and on and on and on. That Here's what's key, though. Here's what's kind of unique about this fishery. At that first Saturday in June, it reverts to hatchery-supported regulations, which means there's no bait or lure restrictions. You may possess seven fish a day, no size limit. For four months out of the year, the late harvest becomes hatchery-supported, but that's June through the— Well, there's something uh, tricky that happens there on that first Saturday in June before noon. You have the uh, was it kids that are is it the youth? It's the youth, and it used to be fifteen, but now I think it's sixteen and under. It's now. Youth, or is it sixteen youth, and over. It's youth under eighteen year old Ooh. old mm-hmm. only fishing from six a.m. until noon on this year. It's June sixth, which is the first Saturday in June. Yeah, so mm-hmm. under eighteen. Mm-hmm. I get funny story there. <laughs> I was fishing Wilson Creek with my father in law John. Hey John. <laughs> hey John. Hello Dale. Everybody say John. Hey John. Hey, hey John. John. Hey John. And you know. We actually had called Bobby. Hey, you want to go fish Wilson Creek with us? And uh, Bobby turned us down. Uh, he had something. This was wrong. like 12 years ago, probably. It might have been 10 It's now. been a long yeah. time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we go up there. We're fishing. It's first Saturday in June. We see a mess of people up there, you know, and they all got their stringers. They got their kids out there, and it's like one stringer goes to the cooler, two stringer goes to the cooler. I mean, it's like if there's three people, there's 21 fish going in a cooler, okay? I mean, these guys have got the infants with them counting them for seven okay i mean it's, it's that ridiculous me and john were like let's get away from this we're it just says up. under 18 it doesn't say so a well, minimum age. well back then it was a little more ambiguous it said um no one uh 16 and over may be in possession of fish on the first saturday in june until after 12 p.m so well, we're not keeping 
we're catching and releasing. So we didn't think anything about it. So, you know, we find this quiet little place away from all the the uh, the meat keepers. And we go in there, and, and we're having a good time catching fish and releasing them. And here comes the game warden. And it was a hot. Even even down there, it was a hot. So Officer Hot, anyway, he says, boys, don't you know you ain't supposed to be fishing? Well, I'm all, I'm reeling it. <laughs> no, sir, I'm so sorry. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting that line in as quick as I can. And, uh, you know, I said, you know, we're, we're just out here catching and releasing. And he says, yeah, yeah, this is the type we like to see out here, you know, you're just doing right. But, but yeah, you ain't supposed to be fishing. Well, little did I know this is like the, the greatest income generator for NC Wildlife in a year. They write more tickets on this day for this than any other time of the year. I totally believe that. And they get some good dudes like me and John. Well, John becomes a lawyer. <laughs> Instantly, right? Instantly. John becomes a lawyer. And he's, you know, he's he's like me. I'm like, man, it's, it's not real clear on your diamond there. And, uh, well, I think the guy was just maybe going to let us off with a warning. And then I thought, well, maybe he'll only write one of us a ticket. And then John becomes a lawyer. I love you, John. But uh, John becomes a lawyer. Man, this, this guy, as they say, they, he scratched us both tickets. <laughs> so, yes, I have a fishing <clears throat> ticket. It might be off my record now if it's been seven years. I don't know how that works. But, you know, we had to show up in Lenore and pay the fine or, uh, you know, face the music, take our medicine there. So you live and learn. So it's easy to do is basically. Yeah, just don't if, – if you're – an adult don't fish that morning, the first Saturday in June. Just let you know. Take your infant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take your infant. Yeah. And the sign that we have here is obviously old because it says age sixteen. Uh, but I did. They did like change maybe two years ago. Yeah, I guess they've updated it. Yeah, they, they've they've updated it. it but uh, but even with that being said, there's plenty of waters to fish on that day. I think you know we get back to this hatchery supported and delayed harvest thing and. And growing up as a kid over in Waynesville, uh, you know, I guess that was the op- official opening day of trout season, and I think that's why they still do it. Uh, it's not really – being closed for a month is not really doing anything. Yeah, I don't really understand you know, it. Well, st- we asked them. We, we, I think it was uh, one of those biologists for District 9. And, uh, hey, why do y'all close it in March? So they can have an opening day. He said because we've done it that way for 40 years. And there, so there can be an opening day. It's, I mean, it's, there's no science to it. Hey, you got to hype it up, right? I guess. <laughs> I mean, they stock 90,000 fish in a delayed harvest in Jackson County. How much hype, How much more hype do you need? No, I don't understand it either. It, you know, it, it's, it's usually a I big day for us. It, it's a big day for us in the shop. <laughs> I think it's I mean, like 98 for the entire county. The county it's yeah. a lot. I mean, let's, let's think about it for a minute. The good thing about the opening day is it may it may get some kids and some dads or moms or grandparents off the couch and they go fish for a day. Absolutely. You know, so so for all the, all the negative stuff that there is with it, especially when you know delayed harvest. Yeah, I hear people complain. Oh, you know, delayed harvest is over. Well, you know, that first Saturday, you know, maybe there's one kid that may get to fish for the first time that's never had a chance to fish and and they go and they they catch a fish and they're hooked from that point on. It, it could be a great significance for them there and. Um, no sense to complain about, Hey, if they're using, you know, they're using worms or, or, you know, stick bait or, uh, you know, spinners or however spinning ain't sinning, you know, not everybody started off with a fly rod in their hand, but if we get that one kid and and it does make a difference for them, then it's, then it's worth it. I'm for it. You know, four months out of the year for eight months, man, 
fly fishermen mostly have it to themselves because it yeah. is most people are fly fishing. There's, um, so yeah, it's it's confusing, but it's it's a neat program. Just about a uh, thousand miles of hatchery supported waters for the all thirty four counties, mm-hmm. the western counties. Yeah, just got just yeah. got. That's not that much. Really. That's from Asheville Citizen Times article. Yeah, it's really not. According that's to my source. According <laughs> to the source. You know, there's so much water. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, everybody gets so focused. Tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just get boom, put on the blinders, and you go right to that particular thing. So may, maybe as an angler, maybe you should look at uh, other opportunities that you're missing. Yeah. Well, I think those are the two biggest, delayed harvest hatchery, and they're the two most confusing. The rest of them are fairly simple, I guess. You know, you got wild trout waters. Um, there's no closed season on wild trout waters, and I think that's the purple and white. What, what it's, it's got the blue band the with blue, the yellow yeah, background. Bluish, bluish band and a yellow background. Okay. It's like the old Wrangler Dale Earnhardt car. Yeah, and that one, that one, you know, you got a size limit. You can keep fish, um, but it's seven inches or larger. I would err on the size of caution there. I'd probably make sure they're seven and a half. And then uh, it's like the old saying with a flounder, and you put them in the cooler, they they, they get somehow smaller. shrink. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can only keep four on the on the wild water. So that's something. To, and it's artificial lures with a single hook. Um, so make sure you're doing that correctly. Now you can have a dropper. I don't think we mentioned that in any of the other stuff when we're talking about treble hooks and single hooks. That that raw, law or rule, whichever way you want to call it, is f- the difference between a treble and a single hook. It doesn't mean that you can't have a dropper. So if you want to do a dry dropper or a tandem nymph rig or something like that, um, don't get that confused with the single yeah, they, hook thing. They are working to for the 2021 regulations define that it came out in the proposed rule changes for this year that a treble hook is defined as a hook. You ready for this? A hook with three points. (laughs) Wow. Treble. A single hook. Boom. Is a single with one hook. One point. One point. One point. That's good stuff. Interesting. The the other part of that too, Bobby. We had to pull lawyers into this. That's unbelievable. (laughs) The, The other thing, and I was talking to wildlife representatives in the North Carolina waters, even though it's a single hook, artificial lure, you can do more than two. You can do three. You yeah. can do four if you can manage it. Yeah, yeah. So, there's no, there's nothing there that says you can't. At what have point one. do you bubble fish? I, I mean, absolutely. I've seen people <laughs> do three, uh, but yeah, that's that's a good point there that we failed to mention or I failed to mention. Uh, I there. think you know it's just one of those that we got to come across and throw in there. Um, so then we've got. Um, Wild trout, natural bait waters. These, there's not a lot of these. I don't feel like not in not around in Ireland. Not around here. I'm not as familiar with this, but I mean, it's it's the same criteria. It's seven inches or, or bigger, uh, four per day, and it says artificial lures or natural bait with a single hook. No live fish allowed as bait. So that means basically, no little bait fish. You can use crickets and worms. No minnows. Yeah, no minnows. No minners. But I, yeah, I don't. If, if I you're fly don't, fishing, you're okay. I, mean, I don't think I've ever fished one of those. They. I don't think I have either. They they exist. Um, there's some in the Wilson Creek drain. There, there's some. Area. Uh, there's some here as well. When I say here, let's just say the Jackson Swain uh, areas uh, up into the um, <laughs> Transylvania type county areas as well. So off of like the Parkway. So yeah, you start looking at Hemp uh, Hill Creek, Hurricane Creek. Yeah. Uh, trout, yeah, bait. absolutely. So the thing is, like, if you want to fish those designations, as I mentioned earlier, go to the go to that link and click. All you got to do is click on that color diamond, and it will give you specifically those waters, so you can seek them out and go explore them. There's some great opportunities in those places too. So, um, in Jackson County, uh, we've got Buff Creek, Chattooga River, 
to the South Carolina state line. Yes, south south. Uh, Fowler Creek, uh, Scotsman's Scotsman. Creek. I don't know where Scotsman's Creek is. That's new to me. Um, <clears throat> Uncharted territory. Wild Trout Waters, Gage Creek, going into Balsam Lake there, North Fork of Scotts, Tennessee. Whitewater. So there's quite a bit, yeah. quite a few. Yeah, there is actually when you start breaking it down county by county yeah. in the regulations book, page thirty six. Hmm. Yeah, I've never. Sources. So, um, Jack, go through the the catch and release artificial lures only trout waters. I'll let you do that one later. Yeah, that one's not too different yeah. from the last two we've gone over. There is no closed season, although you can't possess any trout at all. So uh, there you can fish with artificial flies with a single hook. And you cannot possess natural bait. So, there you this go. This is the one that's down right there um, at uh, on the Davidson River by the hatchery, right? I think you're right. I do remember seeing that. Yeah. The I, humble hole, yeah. like that stretch above uh, the bridge right there down to the parking lot for the – was it Shining Rock? Can, is, that the, is that the one with artificial lures or is that artificial flies? Because there's those – Obviously, we're about to go over the next one. Oh, I might be thinking ahead. Now. I don't know if that one's flies or lure. I don't know if you can use a like a lure, like a single hook rooster That's a good tail. Point. I don't what color know. sign is it? What color sign is it? We'd have to go to that I page. To say it. it had the red band. I'm not. Let me find that percent. page. Yeah, we get Certain into though. the ones that are yellow with the red on them and yellow with purple. Yeah, um, well, it's Transylvania County. I got it right here. I said yellow. The like, catch and release. Is yeah, purple. see if you can find it under that. Like old yellow. So the artificial catch and release is purple. So. And then there's a red, it's a red and white one. That's the yeah. other one. And I think that's what Davidson River that's is. That's right, yeah. Here it is, uh, Transylvania County, catch and release slash artificial flies only trout waters. So that's Davidson yeah. Headwaters, Avery Creek, um, excluding these other creeks and Grogan. Yeah, Grogan Creek, that's the one that comes right in the hatchery. So Yeah, so just to clarify for yeah. everybody, there's two catch and release onlys. You've got artificial lures, which means you can use a lure or a fly. And then you've got just artificial flies, which basically means you can only use a fly rod. I guess you could throw a fly on a spinning rod, though, you know? Bubble fish. You could bubble fish. Yeah. So you could do it that way, too. But, you know, that's a – that can be confusing. I mean, that's that's another one. We don't have those around here very close to us, so we don't fish those a lot. But um, I could see how that could be super confusing to somebody. So you think they'd make it a little easier. I don't know. I don't know how much you word it, but – who knows? And then uh, you've got special regulation trout waters. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think we have any around here. I don't here. think we have any of these around here, but it has a no close season. Um, you can size limit's 14 inches. Well, that's just in the Catawba River and Muddy Creek to Morganton Water Intake Dam. And you can only keep two per day. No bait restrictions. That bear boy Elijah Dale's territory. Oh, yeah? yeah. What's that? Elijah Dale's territory. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. So that one looks like that's kind of a, a very name. exclusive <laughs> one because it looks like there might be only two spots, the Catawba River, Muddy Creek to Morganton, and the uh, Appalachia. Is that how you say that? Appala Appalachia. Appalachia. <laughs> Appalachia. Appalachia. I don't know. Reservoir. <laughs> Ch -ch 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 Appalachia. 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 And then the last one we got is the undesignated trout waters. So this would be all the rest of the rivers in the state that don't have a sign on them. Um, it's even up here. So a great example is the tuck from Bryson City's delayed harvest to Fontana Lake is unde undesignated trout water. It's actually all of Swain County tuck water. 
Is it? Isn't it? It's other than the delayed harvest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So above and below, as long as you're in Swing yeah. County. So there is no size limit, and you can keep seven per day if you catch a trout. Um, and there's no bait restrictions. So that's one that I actually get. At least I've had it in the shop. A lot of questions about like if there's no designation, how do you fish it for trout? That's it right there. No size limit, no bait restrictions, seven per day. Another good one would be uh, Caney Fork. That one is undesignated as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know about this river. You We're start. talking about Caney yeah. Fork in Tennessee. Yeah, you only yeah. cross it like four times on forty, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Can we think of any other notable ones? Um, I don't know. Off the top of my head, yeah. I can't right I now. Know. Put me on the spot. <laughs> So, um, trout stamps or no? Do you need trout stamps? No, no What's trout stamps. No. You know, the, the, the trout stamp thing is, is interesting, you know, for us. Golly, you know, they did away with it September 1. Didn't tell nobody till October. Well, what? Never really a stamp either. It was not, well, it used to be, it used actually. To be, right. It used to be. So, when I, you know, when I turned 16 and you used to have to handwrite your license for you, and 16 was like, not only did you get a driver's license, I could get a sportsman's license yeah <laughs> and they put they actually did put a stamp on it they had you know your different stamps which are actually pretty cool um people would design those stamps but now they didn't have a stamp it was just uh, uh verbiage that they used but they did away with the trout stamp um and however there was some price changes on the other license fees uh looks like they're compensating the cost of the trout stamp and spreading that out across everybody yeah. instead of just a select few people that's right so from that standpoint, I don't not seeing financials. I don't know if funding Fish actually if if the hatchery programs are getting more money or less money. Uh, in theory, they could get more the more people buy licenses. I would imagine they probably took like an average over the last few years and said, if we do it this way, we're going to make more money. Yeah. I, I would, I would hope. I would think they <laughs> probably did some math there, and and you know, barring some crazy weird scenario they're going to make more money every year yeah i would imagine yeah absolutely so if you currently have a license that has a trout stamp when it's time for you to renew it you know it's it's going to be different so don't don't freak out um it is a change and if you do it online instead of coming to see us professionals uh, you're not going to see trout stamp no more we'll use that term loosely <laughs> experts is what i call it <laughs> professionals is eh, come on well and you know for for inland uh or excuse me for residential for resident permits, uh, you know, just if you hunt too, just go ahead and keep going with the sportsman unless you got the lifetime. Um, and I just like it used to be you had to have, as a resident, sportsman would cover you also on game lands. That's something wasn't really paid much attention to, but used to you have to have a special permit to fish on game lands. Hmm. So that's something around here you do have to kind of watch out for. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of game lands for us for sure. Now, here's, here's the monkey wrench in this whole thing we've talked about today. Oh, boy. No, All that to come to this. Your national park is a different regulation because it's federal. Good you know, point. Yeah, we, you know. we we said we were just going to talk about NC, but we should talk about national park and, and Cherokee. And, and the, so. the reason why I want to bring that up is because these, for instance, the hatchery supported uh, runs right up here on Deep Creek up to the national park boundary. So it, there's a section that goes from DH, hatchery supported, to national park. Yeah, and the beautiful the thing, of, yeah. yeah, the beautiful thing about the national park is it never closes, guys. Um, it's a three hundred and sixty-five day a year fishery. Uh, it is an artificial lure, single hook artificial lure. Uh, you can possess five fish a day. They have to be seven inches or longer, of course, with that. 
Um, so th- that one there, there's always an opportunity to go fish very close to our shops that we have. Um, even if you're states, if you're in, in doubt, yeah. there's somewhere to go. Yeah. Uh, and then Cherokee. You know, Cherokee started this thing a few years ago where they started closing and then having the opening day tournament. Yeah. And instead of being a month or four, it's like you know, a couple weeks, four to five weeks like the state is, it's almost like a two week window now. And for them, it's almost, if you think about it, it's like to kick off the summer. Because, so mid March, if you drive through Cherokee, you go up Big Cove Road. Between that, that third and fourth week of March, you'll start to see people pull campers in. You know, the, you kind of see that start to happen a little bit. Spring break's coming. But they do that uh, that opening day kind of a tagged fish tournament over there, which if you want to participate in that tournament this year, you have to buy that in advance. You can't do it the day of the tournament this year. I guess it's gotten that popular. It has. It has. So That's the shoulder-to-shoulder vision? Yeah. So have che- love, yeah, fun so, with that. So <laughs> Cherokee regulations. Dale's going. North Carolina no. wildlife regulations has no jurisdiction. I got after it. <laughs> no jurisdictions on the tribal waters. So we don't want you folks think that we're trying to represent the tribal waters in these because it is its own entity. It's its own sovereign nation over there. Yeah, you gotta buy that daily permit. So don't don't try to use your North Carolina. Well, I, I got this real secret spot. All right. And there's this sign on these trees. I don't know really know what it means. Wink wink. But it's purple paint. What does that purple paint on the trees really mean? I think it actually says in this book. Somewhere. That's a trespassing. Yeah, that's law in North Carolina. That is some a lot of states actually have the purple paint. That's law. right. Uh, yeah, if if you do see the purple paint, folks, in, in all seriousness, uh, respect that. Um, you know, it, it it it's it's basically instead of putting up a posted sign, they put purple paint on the tree, and that's what it means. So, yep. um, do pay attention to that, even if it's on a, you know, delayed harvest stretch. You know, and, and somebody's got got purple. You need to need to honor that. Uh, we don't want to make any landowners upset and lose lose. You know, public water de- designation uh, is is maybe public sentiment changes there. Yeah. Um, one thing on the the national park, you may have mentioned this, Shannon. I just may have totally missed it. But did you mention uh, your license? What it covers? Tennessee, North Carolina. That's a so North Carolina with your North Carolina valid fishing license. You can fish anywhere inside the Great Smoky Mountain National Park, and that being North Carolina side and the Tennessee side. As well, let's think about this. The Blue Ridge Parkway, for instance, is it's the same way in Virginia. So if you're fishing some, uh, say you're on the Blue Ridge Parkway, you're within the, the boundaries of the Blue Ridge Parkway. If you're fishing a stream in Virginia that's inside the Blue Ridge Parkway, the North Carolina license is valid there as well. I did not know that. That is good to know. I didn't know that. Read that a few years ago. Right here it says trout fishing on the Blue Ridge Parkway. Does it? Boom. (laughs) I did not know that. See, man, just doing this, educating myself. This is great. Well, you start looking. I mean, here for us close by, like the Graveyard Fields area. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a lot of good little streams off the parkway. Stuff like that. I mean, Jack, the problem is getting parking spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, people already know the it's visitor. there. <laughs> yeah. It's the problem is getting well, a parking great, spot. It's it not this a really fun trail to hike. I mean, it's good it's, waterfall. It's cool. A lot, a lot of great history behind that up there. How it got mm-hmm. scarred like that, but um, yeah, yeah. Well, any other stuff on regulations that y'all can think of? Guys, just don't violate. If you see somebody violating, hey, turn them in. Honestly, yep. I mean, we are the stewards. Light them up. We have to protect, and they're, you know, if it's not for us, kind of policing it, uh, you know, people are going to get away with it. So if we 
we can do our due diligence of uh, you know keeping that phone number and uh, programming to your cell phone. You see something, uh, pull out your camera, your your out of your pocket, get get pictures, man. Don't get shot. No, yeah, no, I'm yeah, not I'm, telling you to get shot, but I, I mean, wouldn't, the, I wouldn't yeah. confront One, people. Yeah. I would just yeah, right. One thing too, pay attention to these uh, proposed rules, regulations, changes, meetings, hearings <laughs> that they have. They usually come around your districts in January, February. Maybe they might even start in December. But um, every year, we lose public mountain trout water. There, there are sections of, especially hatchery supported, it seems that that just lose designation and. Then it just goes back to the private landowner and the public loses that access. So yep. um, pay attention to that stuff. Be an advocate for our water and um, and just do right. Pick up a few pieces of trash. People leave it. If you pick up one or two pieces and everybody does that, that'll help those landowners hey, not be mad. Come fishing in March. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Delayed harvest is going to be rocking. The wild waters will be rocking. National the park. park. All yeah. that stuff's going to be It's going to be good. So Let's go, boys. Let's do it. It's called the Charlie Whopper fly. The Charlie Whopper. Yeah, go watch that on YouTube. Rushing it right now. So we'll do we'll do the old shop plug here. Go check us out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, website, all that good stuff. Tuck Fly Shop, Tuck a CG Fly Shop. If you search those, you'll probably find it on all those platforms. Uh, or give us a call here at the shop, eight two eight four eight eight thirty three thirty three. And uh, appreciate appreciate y'all listening. Y'all got any other things, man? No, no man. Right. Let's, get, well, let's, let's get we'll sign it off. Hearts and minds, please. We're clear. Tight lines. Good deal, man. Till next time. Y'all.